0: 25 minutes after 7 p.m., you tuned in to Metro FM talk here on the My Team Metro. We kick things off at the start of this new week out in the markets, and of course, uh, Janisburg Stock Exchange having closed two hours and 25 minutes go and uh, of course uh, yeah today uh, not too bad a day on the markets uh, we saw uh, the rand gathering some steam of course still is over 18 rand to the US dollar at around 18 rand 41 cents uh, and uh, I'm joined on the line tonight to take a look at some company news and uh, some expectations also for the week because we have some uh, data prints coming out this week as well by Bandila Matandela market analyst. Mdaga Matandela diatem bimbela vegi big peta I know what I right. to right. right. um, So at least. <laughs> Roberts a very interesting company here not the company it probably was about 15 years ago uh, or just uh, prior to the global financial crisis where it was a major player in a range of uh, sectors it's now mostly a mining and uh, i guess uh, power water and other infrastructure services player Uh, but um, yeah they put out i guess a very mixed bag here and i say it's a mixed bag because a lot of it was bad news but um Something at the end of that cautionary I found uh, quite interesting uh, on the good side of things. What, what did you make of it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it was, it was interesting, as you say. I, uh, I mean, this company is probably a shadow of what it used to be, mm. right? It used to be a major, major player. So interesting. Uh, I mean, I think one of the things that uh, came up for me, right, is just around that the fact that they 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 they, they, they basically lost control of uh, some of their subsidiaries because, of course, of that and of that. Um, to they're going through so uh, they, that obviously had a, a significant impact on their performance but mm. i mean as you said you know they've basically become a, a mining a mining organization i mean the order book is sitting at about 16 billion rand or 14 billion rand of that is attributed to much mining right so that's that's essentially what has become of their business But it's not surprising, man, you know, they've they've, they've listed a couple of reasons, just uh, impacts on the supply chain movement, significant delays in projects, and you can imagine being in the construction sector have been impacted significantly by the pandemic. Uh, by some of the lockdowns in, 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 in countries like China and Asia, particularly just from, in terms of accessing um, certain material. So, I mean, I think for me, it's not surprising that uh, Murray and Robert um, uh, have really not showed a very good result. I mean, I think we probably, um, this is going to be a feature of their performance for a while until they've actually found a way in which to, to recapitalize the business, manage the capital structure again, and um, so I suppose identify areas that they're going to prioritise and um, make the, the the key business areas. I and mean, I suppose mining is the natural one because of their performance right mm. now. But not surprising on my side. I mean, the construction industry has been heavily, heavily impacted, and marine um, Roberts being one of the main areas, they have definitely seen the effects of that. But yeah. uh, the numbers are not looking good.
0: Significant. Concentration risk, though. I mean, just on the mining sector. If I look at uh, that order book, I mean, they're saying the order books as, a, as of uh, 31st of December 2022, uh, stood at 16.1 billion, uh, which yeah. was down from the previous year. If uh, one excludes uh, some of the operations they don't have anymore, uh, saying the pipeline is strong, but uh, 14 billion of that um, yeah. is solely in the mining space, and I don't know, you know, with the softening expected of some commodity prices, whether or not. You know, miners themselves are going to be undertaking a lot of significant, yeah. I guess, you know, projects or expanding or sinking new shafts and so on. Uh, so, what is your sense, I guess, of uh, to what degree the challenge of diversifying where it is they make them make money is going to be critical for this management team and the prospects of uh, that power, water, and industrial business?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, it's the last point, right? It's probably the potential is going to be around the the the, the power sort of uh, business, but I think for me. You know, as you rightly mentioned, we were probably at the tail end of that commodity boom and we might see less spending from the mining entity. But I mean, I think from what they say, their project pipeline remains strong, right? So there must, there must be a feeling that um, over the, at least in the short term, they'll continue receiving significant orders from the mining. But there's definitely a, a, a lot of uh, concentration. I mean, what's probably just about 80%, if not more, of the revenue coming from one stream so there's going to be a lot of pressure to try and diversify that um but i think at this moment their their concerns are more going to be just one let's get the business we currently have working and working well right um, and then from there you know we could potentially start exploring um other diversity angles and opportunities but I mean, I think for me, the key to the turnaround of Marianne Roberts or the stabilization, and sustainability is going to be how they actually manage one their capital structure and how do they get um, uh, liquidity in and capital in to be able to start exploring uh, other potential opportunities that they could diversify into. But there um, yeah, are difficult times for them, um, and um, yeah, it just just speaks to to the fact that no matter how big an organization has been. As time changes, you know, you you have to almost stay ahead of the curve and try and find innovative ways, which to remain either relevant in the market or or change focus and focus on other industries or sectors that uh, provide opportunities.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I guess I mean, yeah, we're in that moment of pivots. We're in that moment of opportunistic shifts from one uh, form of generating revenue and uh, profits and uh, to uh, to other forms. And uh, talking about that. Uh, yeah, it seems the current moment might be a bit of a boon for uh, local manufacturers of solar panels, uh, and there's a lot of issues. Um, greater demand being sparked by the incentives recently announced, and uh, no other driving factor than stage four, five, six, seven, eight of load shedding. Um, and add to that, I guess, the um, seemingly ex- accessible until fairly recently. Uh, you know, access to hardware stores and other similar retailers who sell inverters, batteries, diesel generators, uh, solar panels, and so on. Uh, But it seems now that there might be some challenges, uh, and a big part of these challenges have to do, once again, uh, with the role of uh, the People's Republic of China in global value and supply chains. And in this time around, it's for solar panels and, uh, I guess, some of the cells uh, that are used in the assembly of solar panels.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, we hope, right, that the open, the reopening of borders in China begins, will, will eventually have a positive impact on this. But as, as you have mentioned, there's a significant challenge now in South Africa. I mean, I think uh, true of any crisis, right, there's winners and there's, there's losers. I mean, I think a, a lot of us have become <laughs> losers. But there are those that uh, tend to benefit, like manufacturers of solar panels with the increased demand, with the tax incentives that have been introduced uh, post-budget speech. So there's just a challenge now in terms of getting uh, the the, the solar panels available and it's increased the lead times that uh, people have to wait to be able to actually have their solar panels installed. Um, I I think for me it also provides potentially an opportunity for South Africa to start thinking about how do we actually also make a play in terms of uh, localizing some Mm. of the manufacturing of these these panels whether it's through some form of partnerships and deals with players that have been in this space for a while, but I think it provides an opportunity uh, as a country for us to, to to take advantage of. But yeah, I mean, I think if you're looking for a, a, a solar panel right now, the lead times might have increased significantly because of the increased demand. And also there's a call uh, that um, as the demand increases, and uh, depending on what happens to the supply issues, you might begin to see prices beginning to surge and increase. So this might be potentially uh, an opportune time to, you know, if you are intending to go get into solar, to 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 try and get your panel now, because prices are, are are most likely going to increase as we go go ahead. Uh, mm. I mean, again, it just really shows you I mean, that, that the the impact of this load sharing is so significant, and it and it 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 cuts across various various um, sectors and industries, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think those that are in the manufacturing space, the distribution or installation space, uh, are definitely booming right now, but, um, yeah, it's it's just a very bad situation, Uh, but it provides opportunities, and I think it's one of those situations where I, with with proper creative thinking, we should Mm. be able to find solutions, right, strategic partnership, getting certain preferential um, terms in terms of accessing these these, these panels, because, Mm. I mean, the demand is coming from us. So we should be able to engage with manufacturers to say, listen, yeah. here's, a, here's here's projected orders for the next however six months. Let's try and manufacture ahead of time. So I think there are there, there are opportunities to try and um, there are opportunities to, to resolve this challenge of uh, sure. shortage of, of some of the these
0: parts. It's certainly my hope. I mean, Andela, um, that this injection of new demand um, on the back of you know the um, expansion of I guess rooftop solar for residential use. Um, which I think is part of the energy action plan and all of that, uh, that it's going to give some injection of stimulus to some of the uh, local players who've already invested, but even yeah. encourage some of the other players from China to come and invest, you know, because I think part of the issue is in this day and age with logistic costs not coming in cheap, um, you know, there is scope. It makes sense to have shorter lead times, especially if you're expecting a massive demand surge as is expected now. And, um, uh, Part of the other thing that one, one is not talking about, which I'd be interested uh, in your thoughts just briefly, Tandela, is the prospect of our existing utility playing some role to some yeah. degree in that space. Because part of what uh, Minister Kodunguan said to them last week is, I want you to invest in transmission. I want you to invest in you know, all of these new areas. But here's another area that could potentially be, in the short to medium term, a revenue generator for them. Uh, and I don't know if they have any IP or R&D stuff they've been doing. I would hope they have.
1: Yeah, I mean, you would, you would definitely imagine that they should have, right? Because, I mean, this is a problem that has have been with them now for a while. I mean, I think you're right. I, I, it does present a, 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 definite, a definite opportunity for, for, you know, our current um, utility provider to actually have a play. But again, we'd have to understand, you know, what, what what are the processes involved in actually setting up a plant, how quickly can they be able to do that, you know, at what cost you know and maybe the opportunities and partnerships right and not mm. only establishing it from the start you know get the seasoned players find a a, a model that works let them focus on 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 certain aspects and you focus on the transmission that's
0: about jv man yeah. something you know, like that yeah we,
1: we, we need to find another way and i think for me I, another point is you know i think if i'm sitting in the uh, the minister of small business at this point, I'm also throwing my my my, weight, my 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 thing in the ring, right, and saying that, you know, what opportunities exist for small businesses, right? And I understand that this is, you know, big, big, big capital that will be required, but there's, there's, you need to look at the entire value chain, right? Is it, is it transportation of these panels? Is it installation of these panels? You know, what opportunities exist there, and how can we as a government play a role in capacitating small business to have a play? Um in this particular space right i think there's, there's a couple of opportunities that really exist and I, mean, I think you're right right um I think escom should be leading that that play uh, mm. at least in my mind um and if it's not escom right, form a strategic partnership with someone and have escom endorsing or supporting in 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 any way but but I think opportunities are are are, are plentiful here, yeah. and we just need to come together as, as different stakeholders and come up with uh, potential solutions because at the end of the day, right, we want to solve the solution for 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 the greater good. You know, without electricity, society doesn't function. Yeah, so I yeah. think I definitely think there's there's a lot of um, there's a lot of opportunities, um, and 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 I hope that those that are tasked with being able to flesh out these opportunities and cut them out properly are actually thinking about this, and a lot of research has gone into it. But I suppose um, now that we understand that there's increased demand, there's a shortage and people know that there's this problem, maybe people will begin, the organization will begin um, putting certain solutions in place. But yep. um, I mean, there all... are definitely no hanging fruits, right? JVs, partnerships, push local, or, you know, there's a lot of things mm. that could potentially be done. In yeah, the but also, so man,
0: think, if these guys are not, if there's no R&D happening already in this space uh, by some of our institutions... You know, CSIR, uh, you know, yeah. Sanedi and others. Then I think they must start. Um, you know, no better time to start than now. So uh, maybe something for us to pencil in for one of our tech chats. But Santon City, hey, buddy you can't say you're the richest square mile if uh, if you want to set up there as a property developer, build malls, hotels and so on. And then you cannot shoulder uh, the city of Joburg saying, yeah, richest square mile, richest property rates per square meter. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one, right? Um, and and I suppose as a property developer, you'll always push back, right? Any business in this, if costs are being increased, you want to push back because it chugs into your margin. But yeah, an interesting one. Um, uh, I think Citigroup did uh, that valuation role. They they came out basically saying that um, the rates will be about more than 100 rand per square meter um, within within that uh, richer square mile. And just looking at the total scrimmage age for, 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 for that area, you know, you're probably looking at about 17, uh, city 20 million rand a month on rates. Uh, again, depending on the FI. Uh, thing, well, uh, so, Santin City, the
0: development is paying 20 million, give or take, a month in property
1: rates. Potentially going to be paying $20 right, because of these new rates, right? They did say that they're going to be taking this on appeal and they'll take it as far as possible because it's not sustainable. But on the other hand, you have to, right, you have to look at the fact that uh, in terms of rental, right, they're attracting about 453 rand per square meter, Mm. right? So, 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 So the demand is there, right? I mean, they've gone as far as saying that they don't think that this increase is going to... You know, is, is 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 going to be chasing renters away, right? It's it's a very profitable um um place to be, right? If you're looking at vacancies that are sitting at about 99.3%, right? So it's it's, it's really lucrative. So so it would be an interesting one to see, you know, as they continue to appeal. At what point will will they stop? But situation of job, that I can imagine, they have seeing that as a potential revenue contributor, and uh, they're definitely going to be fighting to, to the end. Um, but yeah, it's a very interesting one. And again, it's always that, you know, um, to what extent is the business going to go uh, to fight this? I mean, if, if I'm them, I'll, I'll go all the way. Right? 20,000, 20 million a month is a lot of money to be spending on rates. But I uh, suppose for City of Georgia, they're viewing it and saying, you know, we're collecting and um, potentially then um, putting it towards some of the programs.
0: Ndaga I I don't know. This one, for me, you know, yeah, only time will tell how it unfolds. But uh, maybe just as we wrap up, we're expecting some data this week from Stats SA, the quarterly labor force survey data coming out, uh, or, yeah, actually coming out tomorrow, I think, uh, for the third... Um, third, oh, sorry, the fourth quarter of 2022. So, uh, some of the numbers that would have been implied, I guess, by what we would have seen in the quarter ending in December. Your expectations? It also does happen to be the quarter where there's talk like load shedding the load reduction.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the numbers might not be looking too good, right? Uh, especially if you consider just, you know, the increased, I mean, we've had load shedding since the beginning of the year, right? The increased load shedding, the increased um, you know may- maybe there will be a bit of a benefit in terms of um, you know the fuel costs dropping um, but but it will be an interesting one but I mean I, I don't think that uh, we, we're going to see any numbers that are going to blow us off you know or blow us away I mean I think we just need to accept that we are in this time frame that we are in but um, I think on my side my expectations are not, are not too positive
0: yeah yeah always a pleasure my brother catching up with you a productive week to you my brother
1: Thank you very much, dear. and uh, congratulations on that major, major, major move. Uh, I'm sorry I
0: have. hi hi I'm a I see you, I see you. you. Thank you.